0: Quantum mechanics, it's uh, known to be crazy, mysterious and fantastic by its nature and the most famous scientists who propose that they themselves become debate each other including Albert Einstein and Niels Bohr. So we are going to talk about that particular topic here. It's a New York Times bestseller by Something Deeply Hidden by Sean Carroll. All right. So before we start, I'll give you a summary of uh, what is the impact of quantum mechanics. Imagine, it's, it's more like a fictional thing. Imagine you and me like watching now. If I tell you like before you watch me, there are multiples me and you. There are available across in multiple dimensions. Only when you look at me, all those options collapse into me. All the possibilities was there, then it collapsed to me. I'm sure you will not find it natural or realistic there. I'll give you another example as well. Imagine now, after some time, there is a pizza pizza boy just knock your door. I would tell you that before you open that door of your apartment, there can be two possibilities. One is pizza boy is there, otherwise, pizza boy is not there. There are two options most available uh, simultaneously available, but when you open the door, one of the option collapse and other will be available. This is schrodinger uh, cats, which is famously known and the first one I told you is a Copenhagen interpretation, but we'll come to that all in details. I can safely say that you don't understand quantum mechanics. This is not because your teacher is not good in teaching that, not because you don't know how to study science, but because this particular quote also is not from me. It is from Richard Feynman, the famous physicist who got Nobel Prize and he's contributed his work in quantum mechanics. He's he's to tell the same like nobody clearly understand quantum mechanics. So we'll start from there. First section this book has three sections first section is spooky as i mentioned if you could have already li- listened to my initial versions of the pizza boy and the multiple versions of me and you you could have already understand that this is something spooky already by its nature so that particular word spooky was actually highlighted by albert einstein even though he was the one of the pioneers of quantum mechanics, he contributed much to his beginning using photoelectric effect and all. On his later part of his life, he was mostly against or his most of his versions was against the, the propositions of quantum mechanics. But the most important thing is that even though it is mysterious and spooky, the one you are watching me now, the whatever it is, a mobile or a tablet or anything, that chips, that transistor, that LED, everything is still working based on quantum mechanics. So that means it is true, but we don't know something. There is something deeply hidden inside it. So, for before we start to the quantum mechanics, we'll just go a little back. We'll start talking about classical mechanics. So classical theory, maybe on a later, but it start with Aristotle, then it has been improved by Copernicus, you know the story about earth revolving and moon, like sun revolving around sun. Then Copernicus come, Kepler, Galileo, you know how the Galileo's Pisa experiment and all these things, Pisa Tower, will not go there. So then later came, one of the things is Isaac Newton. He come with the Principia Mathematica and we all know that the Apple story, it fall on his head and that create all these things, even though... Isaac Newton has created a lot of things for the science including uh, a lot of mathematical calculus and all these things. He is known for gravity and he tried to put it in an equation where it is telling that gravity is equally proportional to the mass and inversely proportional to the distance. Somehow that was the most easiest and most profound idea because we can feel and understand that one. And we all stand there. Until, until later, one guy, a German patent clerk who just was uh, traveling through his bus and uh, elevator, was having some problem with his uh, space-time growth and all these things. He come up with a theory called Special Theory of Relativity and General Theory of Relativity. I'm talking about Albert Einstein. So this man tried to come and tell us that space and time, which was separate... As by Newton, he come and tell that it is same, one and all together. And he come to conclude that the time is not a constant. That was again revolutionary. It was not easy to understand, even though most of people, but somehow we can at least go and understand that one. Like we can feel that and we can we can find it somehow. Because the general idea of... Uh, the Relativity is that if you make it very simple is when there is a mass the space-time around it will curve and that curved space-time will create gravity. That's how it is. But all these things on a macro level like you and me watching now if I have a cup or anything, everything will be realistic there. But when you take this to a subatomic level, nothing of this will work. I'll give you an example where the quantum mechanics started. It all started with another guy who done 10,000 experiments on building a light and he created a bulb, an incandescent bulb. You know who it is. It's Thomas Alva Edison. That particular light was the most perplexing question for a lot of scientists because when a light is, when there is an emission there, like light emits based on the frequency using Raleigh Jean's formula but what they try to understand is that the emission is directly proportional to the frequency on most of the red spectrum but when it become to the blue spectrum it does not follow that. It does not follow that wave part of the thing because all of this was based on Maxwell's electromagnetic theory and they were thinking that light as a wave and They try to just formulate the equation and try to understand what it is. So this this perplexing topic of a blue part of the spectrum, not following the equation or not following the wave nature, that is what called ultraviolet catastrophe. And that is what really generated or invented quantum mechanics. The first man who come up with that was Max Planck. He's a father of quantum mechanics. He come to a point that light is, he tried to formulate it as a quanta of energy. It's a packet of energy like that. It's not a wave. But the point is that we try to stop there. The point is uh, when we, when the challenge is that light is actually behaving as a wave as well. Even though we tried to explain the photon part, Planck tried to do that a little. Then Albert Einstein come and as I mentioned previously, he was the most on the opposite side of quantum mechanics, but he was a man who could give some hope to it. He tried to put the photoelectric effect and tried to explain how this is happening. And that solved that ultraviolet catastrophe topic. So, even though that is still the same, but light still behave as a wave, light still behave as a particle. So, there is a duality there, already is there. Then later on, this was their one part of the science which grows separately as trying to understand the subatomic particle and you know Albert Einstein, he was a man who sit on the shoulders of all these people before him. Einstein, uh, sorry Newton and Galileo and all these people and he created a wonderful theory, a framework theory called General Theory of Relativity. But these two things does not match each other. That is a contradiction of science. So then that parallel time Rutherford come with the subatomic theory, which is inspired from the classical mechanics and he proposed a orbital field of atomic structure where nucleus in the center and all these parts. But unfortunately, the problem of that particular theory was this whole universe or whole the subatomic structure become instable which is not happening now. It is not unstable. It is stable. So that itself failed that Rutherford model of uh, atom. Then came Niels Bohr. He tried to propose it in a quantum mechanical way. That was also still growing there. But the real split happened when instead of electron as a particle, electron is not, you cannot find electron in a particular position you cannot find a momentum of a particular position at the same, momentum and position of a particle at the same time. You, may, you all studied this in your school. This is Uncertainty Principle by Heisenberg. This Heisenberg Uncertainty Principle actually makes the split among the group. Einstein called it, it will not be that way. He work in a clockworks deterministic universe and that's what we see as a normal person and that's what Theory of Relativity and everything is talking about. That's what we see around us. But unfortunately, in in a subatomic structure, I know why you, you would also think about it, like why, why a position and velocity cannot be understood. Why it is because when electron is in one particular position, only we can identify that location, position and velocity. But when electron is available on a field of possibilities, it can be available in anywhere in this cloud then you cannot identify a position and velocity at the same time. This is what the problem. So that is, it is available in a realm of possibilities and that solution come by one guy who is part of the group of Einstein. His name is Erwin Schrödinger and he come up with the most profound, maybe more profound than e is equal to mc square or relativity equation. He come with a wave function equation and he told that all this this thing is happening as a wave function it is happening all these things are working like that and this all works clearly but the problem is that the man somehow it solved that puzzle electron orbital and this thing it is a wave function so it is a realm of possibilities but the problem is that the whoever the man who make that equation schrodinger he himself has a problem he Come to that puzzle of our pizza boy before. We will come to that before. But the main problem happen is. There is a Higgs boson. Uh, This is uh, when a Higgs boson, a a particle is split. It will be split into a equal and opposite electrons. Positive and negative. The problem is with with a particular uh, scientific part is that which is called entanglement. Even though you split this electron on two different multiple light years away, they will be still able to communicate each other. This is again a problem in science. Because all the theories what we have in the classical mechanics, we have Maxwell's theory of electromagnetism and general theory of relativity, special theory especially of relativity, still that nothing in the universe can travel faster than light. But here, how an electron that much light years away, the the point of entanglement is that one effect of one of the electron will influence the resulting effect of the other electron. This is what entanglement is talking about. So how in the earth it will happen when there is no information is transferred, cannot be transferred more than the light years away. This made Albert Einstein, because he himself is on a defending position now because his theory of relativity is not going to work there but he everybody's know everybody celebrated this theory of relativity but it is not working but the point is uh, Schrodinger cat will come to that particular topic now this was uh, maybe famous uh, dilemma in science maybe physicists, you all understand that I will explain in short about what is Schrodinger cat. This is actually a question from Schrodinger, who invented wave mechanics because he he was trying to understand the impact of his own equation. So it's like an like an interpretation or a perspective creation by himself. The point is we have a box where a cat is inside it and inside that there is a chemical uh, like bottle and it has a piston like that. Actually the initial one uh, as per Schrodinger it is a cyanide was inside but for our purpose we will make it chloroform because we love cats. So the point is before that box is open as per wave function there are two different possibilities like our pizza boy. Cat can be alive if the piston is buttoned, but can can be dead if the piston is pressed already. So there is two different possibilities. But the point is that the Copenhagen interpretation tells that the wave function will collapse when you open that door. Only one possibilities will occur. But the problem with Schrodinger is that he tried to accept that. But the problem is what will be there is a middle position of both. One is cat is alive. One is cat is dead. But that's this is a wave function. Why don't we think about a middle portion of this? As if this is all collapsing together. That's what the problem is there. We'll come to that particular topic. We'll, we'll stay there. But before we add that, we will try to understand that you, I, I'm just trying to in the spooky world, in the spooky part section, we try to uh, and give you a brief of what the challenges in science. This is what the book is talking about. Then the second section is splitting. This is where we stand with Schrodinger. Schrodinger is telling this will not work. But then later, one guy came, his name is Hugh Everett. He tried to propose that. Why don't we think it as many worlds? I'll give you a summary of how it is. For example, you and a pizza boy on the door. You going to open the door and pizza boy available is one world, whole all being controlled by one ruling or is going to be in line with the wave function there is another world where you opening the door and pizza boy is not there only point is that you are seeing only in one world it is not like it is collapsing you are for example if i if i simply tell it there are multiple philosophical versions of that. Uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson used to tell that people see who are they are prepared to see. And in some religious texts like Gita, it's to tell Maya and all these things. Even in texts like Islamic texts like Quran, it tell that everything is swimming on its, its own possibilities and all these things. So, there come to tell the, the point, relativity, time is constant everything is together and all these things. But Hugh Everett trying to mention that it is all happening in many worlds and we are only looking at one world. So that is, in science it is called decoherence. That particular decoherence solved that particular issue of Schrodinger having a medieval superposition. Then later we have an issue of uh, space-time. This is the last section of the book space from here will again explain the same part because Albert Einstein come to the theory of relativity based on combining two theories I am not degrading that profoundness of that theory but he he actually combined Maxwell's theory of electromagnetism plus Newton because even in Principia Mathematica Isaac Newton mentioned that I know from myself that this particular things is not going to work when there is a between the two effects. Even though equation-wise it is working, it is not actually working in that space and effects there. That's what uh, perplexed Newton as well. But Einstein solved that particular thing. But this this particular thing, as we mentioned before, it is not going to fit on the fit on the quantum mechanical perspective, because the space-time is not there on that. The impact of real relativity was that it is, even Einstein, he was considering as universe is static, it is not going to expand anymore. But, because Einstein did not think about uh, relativity has that much perspective like that. But later on, some other scientists using the same relativity found that the universe is expanding. And another portion of relativity problem is theory of relativity is that as per relativity, it gives us a lot of new things about thinking about black holes and all this part. But as per black hole, uh, as per relativity, the black hole is a way where the the gravitational pull is so huge and the space-time is so curved that even light cannot pass through it. That was the prediction of relativity but later on we all know the guy who is it is is Stephen Hawking he come with he tried to just tried to disprove a theory of Jacob Buckingstein about the entropy of black hole because we all know that whatever going to the black hole it is going to absorb it it is not going to emit anything then, this man come to tell that the event horizon of the black hole, that is not the representation of the entropy, it is actually the entropy of the black hole. That was revolutionary in the science and nobody want to accept it, even including Stephen Hawking because it was against his all-time hero, Albert Einstein. But Proving this or understanding, trying to understand this quantum mechanically and the relativity perspective, Hawking come to understand that this is actually true. Black hole really radiate. Even though it is against the relativity theory, black hole still radiate this one. So that is a famous thing. It is even written, prescribed on, uh, and um, carved on his tomb as Birkenstein Hawking's equations on radiation, black hole radiation. That, he was, that was his profound thing to the <clears throat> science. So overall, the point is that we have, even though this book is going to talk a lot about space time splitting and all the things about quantum mechanics. It is so profound and so easy written. It gives lot of questions to the readers or the future scientific community, because there are a lot of unsolved questions in the universe. We all think that science has answered all these things in the last century, where Albert Einstein, Maxwell and Rutherford and Bohr and all these people lived there. Even though we know that even Albert Einstein failed with Bohr against that particular debate. But this book leaves a lot of thinking about dark matter, Entanglement because the dark matter or the vacuum, we see vacuum is nothing, but actually vacuum is not nothing. It is a space where cosmological, it's a constant there. So that leaves us matter about to think about the dark matter, entanglement and how to combine. Even Albert Einstein on his last period, he tried to combine and make a unified theory. He failed there. So the Stephen Hawking's tried to do that. He did not succeed there. So I'm leaving to the audience. All of the viewers here, try to think about it. Think about and feel free to look at the book as well. This is a very short interpretation or the summary of the book. Because if you go in detail on all of these topics, I'm sure it will be boring like your science class. So we'll, we'll, we'll stand there. And the last part of the book is everything is quantum. Even though we tried to be mysterious and as I mentioned before, It is not at all making sense to all of us, but all the things what we live, including us, including ourselves on every atoms and everything's there, the light in this room, everything follows the quantum mechanics. But only problem is that it does not make sense. So maybe something like, like what when Newton come to do something, it was making sense, but it was not, there was a gap there. So even now, we have multiple theories we have a theory of relativity we have a quantum mechanics theory which both fit on both realms there is something missing in between we try to combine together then we will have a theory of which will explain both the macroscopic and microscopic particle This books leave that quest I am leaving that with you audience as well that's all for now thank you for watching we will be coming back with other book soon thank you bye bye for now